Hi guys, welcome to On the Couch with Dr. Carmen. And I usually do a series around managing the holidays and managing your mood around the holidays. This time we're a little bit late on that, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So I want to talk about some tips for managing your emotions and managing the stress of the holidays, even though many of us think about the holidays as a positive thing, I acknowledge, recognize, and hold space for those of you for whom the holidays are very, very difficult. Uh, many people see the holidays as uh, something to dread because they don't have family there, or they do not feel included, or they do not feel like they have the means to participate in the holidays with presents and gifts and so forth. So it can be very hard for them. And other people, it's very hard because this time of the year, when it gets cold and dreary and dark, um, they are more likely to have bouts of depression um, and bouts of anxiety, especially if you are a person who has difficulty being in large groups. So that being said, let's get into some tips. Um, just like I said just now, let's acknowledge where you are, how you're feeling, how you feel about the holidays in general. Um, that's the first tip. So if you've experienced a loss within the past year, I'm not going to say even just in the past couple of months, um, around this time, and you're still struggling with that loss, if your loved one was one to celebrate these holidays, these events, and all the things that we do at this time, it may be more difficult for you. So let's acknowledge that that is where you are and how we can improve the moment, improve the situation, improve this time of year so that you can take care of you and be supported. The second tip is to reach out. So it dovetails perfectly with the first tip as far as knowing what your feelings are. So then you can acknowledge what needs you have to make it better. So reaching out to a therapist like myself, psychologist, social worker, licensed mental health counselor, reaching out to grief counselors if it is perpetuating grief issues during this time of the year, reaching out to, you know, faith-based, uh, spiritual-based support groups during this time of year, whichever media support groups, online groups, individual um, support people that you have around you that you need, please ask for help. Please tell somebody that you are struggling and need some help to keep your head above the water. Even if you need that safe space to talk to someone like me to say, you know, holidays are not groovy for me. I'm not feeling the holidays. I just want to wake up and have the holidays be done with. I don't want to deal with that. Um, if you have some feelings about the holidays because you're still experiencing issues related to COVID financially or health-wise, talk to somebody, okay? Uh, the other issue, um, number three, has to do with family and friends. Um, gatherings are great, but sometimes that means Gathering with people that you spend very little time with, um, you could have some toxic relationships and have to consider 
how much exposure you want to these toxic people, even if they're people in your family of origin. It could be that, you know, there's some um, negativity that comes up with your family, um, difficult situations, difficult memories, underlying relationship issues with members of your family that have never been dealt with. And now it's the holidays and I got to get together with all of these people. If you are one of those people, let's consider again, in what ways you're going to interact with everybody, how much and who you're going to interact with, how much you have the ability to leave the situation. If you get overwhelmed with feelings, memories, resentments, bitterness, um, negative feelings, um, what you can do to give yourself space. Um, do you have a partner um, in the family who will allow you to get away to a different room, will tag team with you to get you out of difficult conversations? Those things should be discussed with that helpful friend, family member ahead of time and designated safe spaces and places um, at these functions or your ability to say, look, I'm piecing out in like 30 minutes or I'm only, I'm only here for the meal and then I'm out. Good to see you. Let's keep it moving. It's okay to say that if you need to say that. Um, but plan ahead for these kinds of things and how you're going to do. We know that we have people who partake of too much alcohol and other things and get more rambunctious during these times. How are you going to deal with those people, especially if you have difficult relationships with those people? Are they invited to the gathering? Do you want to go when they're less likely to be at the gathering? Or do you want to leave the gathering before people totally get in their cups or what have you? So planning ahead, getting some allies together, so that you can, you know, remove yourself from the situation, get yourself composed, um, get yourself out of difficult conversations, all of the things should be considered for the holidays. Um, stick to a budget. So this is getting back to some of us are still having financial issues related to COVID. Um, you may have just started a new position um, and still be trying to get back to your best life financially. So you may not be able to afford as many gifts for the kids this year, or you may not be able to afford to go home to see family. What can you do within your budget and allow the important people to understand that you have a limit for a reason and that you're still gonna participate? How would you like to participate better homemade gifts um there are many gift options that don't have to be terribly terribly expensive or maybe get in agreement with some of the others in your family excuse the dog we just got a delivery from the man in brown but you know talk to them about realistic expectations in this time when you're trying to recover financially and get on your feet um and could we have a a budget on the gift amounts, that would be a good thing to plan ahead. And same thing for your kids. If you have kids, you know, helping the kids to manage their expectations 
And, you know, during other times of the year when you can have a bigger gifts, um, they can learn about how it doesn't have to be about the cost of the gift. They can learn about other ways to give to people, to spend time with people. So it's a good conversation to begin to have with them at age appropriate levels. Um, we talked about planning ahead with the gatherings, planning ahead for difficult interactions. If you think that there would be, if you are on a healthy journey, for instance, if you're recovering from COVID or long COVID and you are trying to get in a healthier, better place, don't throw all of your hard work out the window. Let's plan for some fun things, some good things, maybe things that you miss, but have it be one meal, have it be one item, say, you know, for Thanksgiving, mine was pie. Um, and honestly, the pie did not taste the way I remembered it tasting, even though it was the pie that we usually get. Um, but you plan for that. Maybe it's not the big honking slice that you usually have, or you won't have the whole pie or half a pie, but you can plan for, you know, indulging in that for that one occasion and that one day instead of all throughout the whole holiday week. Um, so you won't feel guilty and have to totally uh, revise your situation and recover from um, totally falling off your eating plan. So plan to have some healthy foods around. If you're traveling, if you're not having meals at your own home, bring some with you. That is always my tip. I bring the healthy things that work for my eating plan with me so I'm less tempted or I have ways of making things similar to what everybody else might be eating for sweet treats and desserts and so on. Um, that I plan for. Um, if you have issues with, you know, tobacco, alcohol, and drug use, plan for other ways to manage the stress of the holidays, to, you know, do some fun things, get with people that love and care about you. Don't use this as an excuse to do a deep dive in unhealthy coping mechanisms like smoking more, drinking more, using substances more. Um, so plan for other healthier coping, you know, let's go for a walk in the morning, plan for maybe you could play some games with family um, and do some things that way. So it's fun, it's competitive, you're still involved, it's de-stressing, you know, it's a pleasurable activity that doesn't add more problems. Um, take a break. Again, I spoke to you earlier about having an agreement that you could slip out maybe to a quieter room in the house or outside on the patio if the weather permits, some ways to get some downtime, de-stem time from all the peopling, even if these are people that you love, um, and kind of reset, um, getting a way to listen to some quiet music, uh, reading a book, just to reset for yourself. Um, and take a break from all of the activities. So these are some tips for how you can, you know, manage the holiday stress a little bit better. Hopefully they're helpful for you, um, how you can maneuver, because we still got Christmas and New Year's Eve to, um, 
to experience, yeah, to experience, and hopefully we will be happier, more cooperative, more pleasantly memorable experiences for you if you are able to do some of these tips and tricks for getting through the holidays. If you're sad through the holidays, invite a friend over, go and do some different activities to make you feel less sad or a person who's willing to listen to, you know, your ability to express that sadness around this time of year, your ability to miss the people, places, and things that may have been involved with celebrations during this time of year in previous years. It's okay. If that is where you are, that is where you are but reach out, get some help, get some support so that you don't stay in the funk. So your depression doesn't deepen. So your grief doesn't deepen. So you feel less alone and um, excluded um, during this time of the year. And also so that people can check in with you to make sure that you are doing okay, to make sure that you are taken care of. Um, We want to be able to help you with that instead of leaving you on your own to deal with that, because this is one of the most um, sensitive times of year for people falling into depressions and being more isolated and um, needing more checks to see if they are wanting to check out of life to harm themselves. Uh, So the more that you can reach out to people, stay involved, the better. And if it is to that point, we need to talk about you checking yourself into a facility so we can help you navigate serious bouts of depression and thoughts of suicide. Um, The 1-800-SUICIDE hotline is always active if you do have those thoughts, I encourage you to use that or to call 911 or go to your nearest emergency room to get help if you are thinking of more serious self-harm and ending your life. Um, Otherwise, again, get with a counselor, get with a psychotherapist, get with your friends and family who can support you and take the focus off of your anxious and depressed thoughts and help you navigate this time of year in a better way and get through this low period and get to better health mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So I am Dr. Carmen, you are on the couch. I hope that this was helpful for you. Give me some feedback, drop me some messages um, on, anchor.com or on um, Spotify. If you have other questions, if you would like me to cover other topics related to emotional health, physical health, and general living well and um, getting the most out of your life. So thank you for listening. This has been another episode of On the Couch with Dr. Carmen. Thank you for spending time with me. Please leave some messages about your favorite points of the podcast. 
and any topics you would like me to cover in the future. 